Only in Jeff Styles America. We show sure appreciate you tuning in whenever you can. And uh, actually very much appreciate I mean, very, very, very much appreciate it if you could subscribe to the podcast at some small pittance of an amount, monthly, weekly, whatever you got. And uh, that would really help because I need this gig. And my name is Jeff Styles, but with a Y. Uh, we call fredpodcast.com because it coincides with my radio show, Free Radio Every Day. More on that at some other time. Um, I know that people go to podcasts as they see fit, when they see fit. And so there's really no continuum as far as the you know, time-space thing goes um, or real life 24-7, 365. But the last time I actually did one, was a promise to get back to one of my passions, which is the outdoors. And uh, I can tell you this, uh, I've done so with a vengeance. I've gotten up to Lookout Mountain Flight Park to talk to my old friend Matt Tabor. Uh, it's the most successful, biggest, uh, best-known hang gliding school in the world. Um, hooked up some stuff with him we'll be doing a little bit later on. Uh, just uh, got off the, the phone with my friend Randy at Wild Trails, who is into trail running. Uh, personally, I think he's a mutant, and I think that entire sport is insane. And uh, this, the folks with the paddling club here in this area, the Tennessee Valley Canoe Club, and that includes all whitewater kayaking sports as well, and many, many more. Now, I just recently made a friend um, who is in here with me, and and thank God he brought his, his lovely uh, better half with him, too, because this would be a very aesthetically challenged room <laughs> without having her in here. Uh, Scott and Michelle Schrader. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to have you guys here very much. So now I, I can see, and actually even just in the few brief conversations I've had with Scott, that y'all have at least 17 businesses. So feel free to plug whichever ones you want to at any given time. But I guess the reason I lured you in here was talk uh, to talk about we've got you covered. So let's start there. Okay, so uh, We've Got You Covered is a uh, is a radio show that we do on Saturday mornings from 10 to 12. Uh, we both host it, and it basically it just talks about anything. It's on 92.7 FM in Chattanooga. Nuga Radio. Nuga Radio. And uh, we just, you know, we discuss anything having to do with home improvement. So whether it's painting, roofing, remodeling, Maybe it has to do with insurance. Maybe you want to talk about um, strategies for getting your home ready to sell or, you know, the proper way to go through uh, finding financing, finding a realtor, finding a contractor, anything like that. I know a lot of shows focus on uh, what if you want to do it yourself. For us, it's, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, what if you think you want to do it yourself? But for us, a lot of what we discuss is how to find the right contractor and you know what things to look out for, how to know if you're being taken advantage of, and just the basic things of finding that right person that fits with you. And you've <laughs> also got uh, Chattanooga Roofing Contractors, Chattanooga Paint and Pros Remodeling, Paper Moon Properties, all these things. By the way, that um, radio station, nougaradio.com is the website, and they do something that I've never seen done before, and that is they Facebook Live pretty much every live show that goes out. So, again, there's a big plus for you right there. Oh, yeah, that, that's really the only reason why people listen to us is because, you know, <laughs> it, the, the, as you used to call it, the bluebird alert. Yes, exactly. You know. Only in Jeff Styles, America. 
We yeah. we go on there and, and basically we say that you know I'm the eye candy, she's the uh, she's the brains, but you know that right. doesn't really seem to and work every, out. No, that way. everybody understands the cognitive dissonance uh, <laughs> of that uh, now. But also, y'all y'all are outdoor enthusiasts, extremely. And uh, I think you mentioned it was an interesting phrase. I don't know that I'd ever heard it. Your waterfall hunters. Yeah, we we collect, we collect waterfalls. You yeah. collect collectors. Yeah, we waterfall collect collectors. Well, boy, you're in luck right now, aren't you? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we have had so much rain. There's some there, are there that you never don't have any name, and they'll never exist again, right now. Right. Yes, there there is no lack of water these days. If anybody is is um, when people will be listening, and they're probably unfamiliar with the terrain here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is where we are, the, the scenic city. Uh, rocks rising to a point, mountains looking at each other, a river of death, whatever. I mean, the, the, nobody really knows what the, the name meant, but it is a very mountainous area. You say the hill's too steep to climb. And the Appalachians, the oldest mountain range in, on the planet. And, uh, when we have weather like this, we have more rain coming in today and then maybe some snow. You literally see jets of water shooting out of the sides of these bluffs mm -hmm. and it can Running be extremely striking. Um, you know, I, there's a, there's a, a wall I pass on my way into work every day and it's had icicles on it almost consistently. I mean, throughout the entire mm -hmm. winter period, even yesterday when we had 60, I mean, it's in the shade. But, I mean, I've had people call up um, on the air and say, dude, there's water coming out of this cliff or that cliff. I've never <laughs> seen it before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've had uh, – I've heard somebody say we've had more water uh, in the past few months than, than they actually have had in Seattle, which, you know, we're – you know, we have periods of drought, periods of rain, but it's never been anything as drastic as this. I, I in, in Seattle, I mean, moss grows on the sides of the interstates. That's how moist it is. I, Seattle is not as rainy as it is just Damn. misty. Yeah, <laughs> it's just misty all the time. It, it, but, I mean, the, yeah, this has been pretty amazing. We're in a temperate rainforest, mm -hmm. and people don't understand that. But um, we're really working, me and, and uh, a number of people, to try to put together a conglomerate of outdoor activities and organizations and individuals that will make it much easier for somebody to take the first step in whatever sport they want to pursue. And, um, I think something like, like hang gliding, which is why I moved here in the eighties. It's an easy sell. Um, when you go to the training hill and you run that glider down that hill and your feet come off the ground, even if you only go 50 feet and you're only in there for eight seconds, it is either a no or a yes at that point. You, you're either a hook. There's no middle ground. Yeah, you're, the, you know, the needle is in your arm or you're saying, this isn't for me. Others, you know, it looks attractive. Uh, rock climbing, you know, looks fun. We just, we're talking about Alex Honnold making that incredible run up uh, El Capitan out in Yosemite recently. And, boy, it, it'd be great to be that guy and go do that. And, and look at those cool dudes hanging out. I hate that sport. I hate that sport because you're constantly falling. It terrifies <laughs> me. So I know that's not for me. Hiking, just hiking, getting out in the woods, it is amazing to me how hard it is to get otherwise athletic people, I'm looking at Clint, uh, to get up and go just get take a hike with me. Yeah, get in the woods. What that's do you my, think? 
that's my peaceful place. That's my favorite place to be. It's me too. It's the one place where my brain shuts off and I can just enjoy what's around me. Well, I mean, and we have a, a series of trails. They've reopened this uh, trail series of, on the Cumberland uh, where they take people on guided hikes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people need to know how to do it just on their own. And if it's just walking on the greenway, one of our greenways, uh, or really want to dive in and do a, a section of something, I mean, there are people who can help you figure out this is where you start, this is what you need, a mm-hmm. uh, little survival package, you know, like going to Bonnaroo. Uh, you know, people who've <laughs> never been, I have to say, all right, here's the survival package. Right. Uh, so wh- wh- what kind of advice would you give? I know Start small. Yeah. Yeah. Start small. Uh, you know, for us, when we, when we met each other, she had a passion for just getting out, getting her kids outside. I had kind of forgotten about being outside. You know, there's so much other things going on. I'm going to come back to that. And <clears throat> so when I was in high school, you know, I'd be in the woods every weekend with a, with a pack on and, you know, was hoping to do, you know, I had these grand designs of maybe I'll do the AT or maybe I'll do, uh, you know, the full length of the Cumberland or something like that. Everybody thinks they're going to do the AT. Yeah. And, and just, you know, it, it never worked out. Life got in the way and then you just got used to not putting that pack on your back, not getting out and and doing things. You know, it was just got easier to sit on the couch and maybe go do something, something else with the kids. But so when she started saying, Hey, let's get out in the, let's get out in the woods. Let's go, go hiking. Let's go camping. It was like, Oh yeah, I used to do that. And it was then, a great way to get the kids unplugged. Too. Sure. Sure. You know, leave the, uh, the electronic uh, things behind, run them ragged, um, wear them out. Yeah. I mean, we started when the boys were three, um, just, you know, doing small hikes, going on Signal Mountain to Rainbow Lake, doing sure. the Greenway. And by the time they were five, we had packs on their backs and doing backpacking. with the first few hundred steps but they will find something that will interest them and they'll get into it i've never seen a child literally a child all the way through you know adolescence and beyond walk off of a trail saying well i never want to do that again (laughs) right well you can do neat things with the kids as you go you can do um scavenger hunts and things that you know see who can find all the things on the list first and you know there's like templates you can download online you know for ideas (laughs) and you can teach them about the wildlife and the snakes Mm -hmm. and the birds and you know you can teach them about that as you go plus you know basic survival stuff we usually teach the kids when we go camping you know learning to start your own fire or learning, you know, just, you know, safety aspects of it too, that you can teach them as they go along. And that's things that they can use and teach their kids later. There is, um, an organization that was started here in town. Um, and it has become remarkably successful. And we've had a lot of, I mean, Chattanooga, 
again, for those of you unfamiliar with the area, I told at one point our mayor, his name is Bob Corker, might recognize the name. He's been a senator now for some time. He's leaving the Senate. I think he's probably going to run for president. I hope he does. Uh, I said, it's like the boulder of the East. Now, he stole that from me and never gave me credit. At least you've know, you got to give somebody credit three times. Yeah. And then you can just use it. But, I um, mean, the fact is it has become a mecca, a mecca. I mean, the, the, my peer group for years were hang glider pilots and paddlers. Right. And really it kind of still is. There's just more local people doing it. But it's it's always a constant influx, and uh, it's just the people I enjoy being around. And there's we got everything but a beach. Yeah, everything everything. Absolutely. But we have waves. It's just nice. They're not. Salt <laughs> yeah, and, water, and you if know? you there really isn't an outdoor activity other than going to the beach that you cannot do in this area, climbing, paddling, and and anything from you know large rivers like the larger rivers like the Okoe. All the way to uh, large you know, and, and intense, and, right? Right. Yeah. Or, or, or you know, people running these slot canyons off of off of Walden's Ridge, which, which is some of the most technical whitewater that you'll find. As we speak, as yeah. we speak right this minute, there are people that are actually taking boats and they're navigating uh, rock ledges um, that you would not think it would be possible for a human to actually survive going down. Now that's for them. That's not for me. Right. Uh, God bless them, though. I prefer um, my feet on the ground. Yeah, and right now, actually, I was telling you, you're talking about the, the, the large river, the Tennessee, uh, that flows through here. I guess, you know, realistically, uh, it's supposed to be called the, was it Nickajack Reservoir? Nobody calls it. That's the Tennessee River. Tennessee River. Uh, and uh, you would not want to be on it right now. I mean, it's as dangerous as the slot canyons. It is just roaring. But, I mean, it is still hypnotic to watch. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. Um do you guys actually have plans to start yet the 18th business and start <laughs> and start doing this? I, I didn't, I, I lost my train. I thought I said the, the name of the organization is roots rated. Yeah. And what they do is they try to find adventures for people and they give them starting. Point. Yeah. App is yeah. great. That's yes. how I mean we get up. Okay, I want to go hiking this weekend. It's supposed to be pretty. You can pull up routes rated or all trails and you know, it'll pull up by your geographic location. You can say, Okay, I want one that's pet friendly or I want one that has a waterfall on it. Sure. I want one that's easy or hard and it'll sort them for you and they'll pull them up by however many miles away it is and it's great because mm-hmm. I've found quite a few trails that yeah. I never even knew were there that were close to home. You were actually talking the other day um about one of the falls that you guys went to and i know that it actually is described not glenn falls on lookout it was another one but it's actually described as being fairly difficult i I guess it depends on the route you take and of course nowadays people are doing more trail work and so there are alternate routes to almost everything everything yeah i do not advise you to get off the trail that's a bad idea we'll get into that in a second but roots reddit is a great organization the one thing they did do that irritated me is they wanted me to give up the the location of my secret swimming holes only in jeff styles america oh you that's don't, just not you that's not one that. of those things you do yeah no. yeah you, exactly. you don't give up fishing holes and you don't give up swimming holes but is this is this another thing that you guys think you might actually take on i i don't have any interest of starting another business where we put the pressure on ourselves to actually make money but what we want to do is we just want to share 
our experiences and maybe just encourage some other people to do so you know what we're talking about is is maybe you know putting together some some clips of different places you can go maybe do a, a video on you know how to you know talking about the games and things like that for sure. kids talking about how to uh how to find a pack for for your kid and how how to pack it out what to put in their in their backpack you know if they're just sitting there and you're carrying everything and they're just walking they're going to be bored but if you're you know okay let's let's help you pack your pack let's help you get the things that you need they're they have some things to look forward to they they're feel like they're a part in the, a, yeah. a part of it and one of the reasons that we did you know looking for waterfalls is it gave us a a point to end at and it gave our kids something to look forward to cuz one of our sons his favorite thing is where are we going to eat? Yeah. Where when we always picnic yeah. at the halfway point of where we're and going suddenly, at that waterfall. And, and they're on the Baton Death March. Yes, where are we going? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Where are we going to eat? And then, you know, I mean, it's a beautiful place to sit and relax and have a meal and explain to the kids that it's always important to pack out whatever you pack in that, you know, we pick up. It's other lighter people's, going out. We pick up other people's trash when we're on the trails. Sure. And, it you know, it teaches the kids about the environment and about nature and response, our responsibility for taking care of it. I'm just going to real quick say thank you very much to People's Home Equity for letting us come and use their podcast central here. My buddy Clint, who is shaking his head at everything that we're saying, uh, <laughs> he plays rugby and he gets into a boxing ring and fights people. But I can't get him to go out and do any sort of adventure sport. I just don't understand. No. I do like hiking, and I love waterfalls with my kids. Yeah, I love waterfalls with my kids. Well, my advice. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a start right there. there. Don't don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Stick to the that? lakes and the Won't rivers you you're used to. Me, <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> sorry, that was just, you just you you set that up on a tee. Um, so, all right, the, the, before we get to one thing that, that I, I brought some visual aids here that I'm not going to do any good on the podcast itself. Um, but a couple of your favorite spots. Um, as far as the really clo close local spots, Glen Falls is beautiful. It's right, it's right on, on the, the side, side of, of Lookout yeah, Mountain. Yeah, yeah. People don't even notice they have it's no there. Idea. They have it's no a idea. short hike. I mean, it, it's absolutely it's less than beautiful. a mile. Yeah. And, and it's nothing, it's nothing difficult. I mean, even if, even if you walk with a cane, I would dare say that you could handle Glen Falls. Sure. You know, it, it is really that easy, especially on a day like today or maybe wait two days, you know, for everything not to be quite so wet. You know, the the waterfall is going to be pretty spectacular. Oh, it would be very it, I mean, it comes right through a slot in the rock. And then you have a, a way that you can go up next to it, go actually walk through a cut in the rock and then you're up on the other side with these cascade falls and you can sit there and relax and there's i think take there's your hammock yeah take your hammock you know that's oh gosh for us the the eno hammock is probably the greatest invention ever and then now you have the companies you know like uh, i i got one from a company called bear butt you yeah. know and it's like half the price of it. They guarantee well, it for life. They're, 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 they're essentially, they're, they're <clears throat> tents yeah. that you hang in the tree and you can Hanging have total tents. protection. And take you, a, take you a book, 
lay back, kick your shoes off, and, and spend three or four hours taking a nap. Big Saudi Gulf. Um, we have these things around here that were called forever just pocket wildernesses. Mm-hmm. And they were usually set aside by timber companies and, and things like this because it's hard to you know, do logging work when, you know, it's steep, stony walls. Yeah. And like so, bow water pocket. Exactly. Wilderness and, exactly. Yeah. And then they, they ended up kind of getting these state park designations and names and uh, big Saudi Gulf is one down in, in sort of my neck of the woods off the mountain. But, um, I, I had never hiked that trail. It actually is the old road that people use to get up on top of the mountain that I yep. live on. I didn't even know it was there until one day I drive by and I looked and they, Somebody had laid down some white gravel and there was a little gate. Well, what's this? There was no signage. There was nothing. And I walked, I guess it's about a mile and a half, a little bit further than that back in. It's breathtaking. And of course, then the, the creek goes on and on. You can actually go all the way up the old road path or just pick your way along, you know, the stony ledge. But wow, it's become popular now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and- luckily, a lot more people are getting outdoors and they're realizing that, you know, you can take moderate hikes. It's not like everyone that goes hiking is is hiking the AT. I mean, you're you can go on hikes with your three and four year old children. You can go and get out in the woods, even if you know you haven't been hiking in your entire life. And that is an easy one. The the North Chick, um, the, the Big Saudi Gulf. You don't have to go to the end. I mean, no. you can just stop at the very first hole you come to. Now, I'm going to say this. Uh, with the water levels the way they are right now, you would really want to be super extra careful because um, you slip and you go into that stream and you're going to be very, very unhappy with the results. Yeah. And uh, I there, have there have been, been people that have died on, on that. More than a few. The, on those coming off of Walden's Ridge. And uh, <clears throat> you know, jumping off rocks. Um do a little exploration before you jump. Right. Um, you know, even if it's, it seems clear, you often don't know exactly how close that rock bottom is and it could be magnified. It might not be, it might be much closer than you think. And we've had a whole bunch of people and swift water rescue teams and, and, uh, folks coming in with, you know, life force helicopters because people are just boneheads. Sometimes they mm-hmm. get out there and they go, Hey, watch this. And, uh, it, it's Hold not, qu- not, not quite what they were looking for. Right. So I'd say, say, be careful. Um, but I, I'm going to throw one at you and just see, just by any chance it, to me, I think it's the best starter backpacking trip, uh, that you could possibly take. And you'd want to have your kids, uh, at least probably, I guess, eight, nine, 10, something, you know, they have some sort of stamina, but Virgin Falls up in Sparta. Have y'all made that one yet? I don't remember if we, we've done We Virgin haven't Falls. made Virgin we Falls. We did our first backpacking trip that we took the kids on, and I think our youngest was probably five at the time. We did Prentice Cooper yeah, and went up towards uh, Mushroom Rock. Yes. And it was, a, it was a great hike. It was a bit steep at, at points, but the kids did fine. Prentice Cooper's huge, too. Yes. Yeah, and you there's could so get lost many different there trails that you can do up there. You can go in a different direction each time. And uh, the Virgin Falls was uh, – for those out there who might remember college football back, oh, a couple of decades ago, there was this guy named Heath Schuler, and he was the quarterback for the Tennessee Vols, and I forgive him for that. Uh, but he had to make this decision about what he was going to do with his career, and he went out into the woods to see if God would speak to him, and uh, that's where he went. And it literally is, it's a, it's a creek you follow, and it goes underground, completely disappears. You can't hear it anymore. It's done, and it comes back up. It does that three times. 
you know, you're walking next to this roaring creek, boom, and it just disappears and it pops back up and you think, well, that's Virgin Falls because it continues, you know, it just rebirths itself. Oh, no, no, no. You get down to the end of it and there's this massive 60 foot thing that comes roaring out of the cliff, out of a cave. And when I say cave, I mean, picture Fred Flintstone type cave, literally a big oval that blows air and this water comes pouring out and then it goes backwards into the ground. There is no creek bed that runs out of it. It's yeah, a pretty awe-inspiring place. It truly is. Uh, Lula Lake, that's another great oh place for easy hiking. It's open, what, the first and the last weekend yes. of the month? Yeah, and, they, and, they, and that place was so protected by the family for so long, and I don't blame <laughs> them. They could have built homes there and put up a gate-guarded community, but they didn't, and we have access to it. And, and most beautiful. people have never gone and it is absolutely breathtaking. It truly is. Natural lake, huge waterfall, tons of space to move around in. Um, and it's an easy level hike. Yeah. And um, before I, I pull out my visual aids here, I was just going to say very fast, thank you very much to Tim Kelly. And I uh, hope you guys had a chance to actually catch the, the podcast that I did with Tim, the interview. Um, so much time had actually passed between the time we did that interview and I sort of embargoed the news story uh, because of his involvement with the Chattanooga Football Club, the soccer team, um, that I actually did pull it. I think it just made him a little bit nervous. But the big story was the soccer team is going pro and it's going to be a crowdfunded situation, which has never been done before other than the Green Bay Packers. But Kelly Subaru, kellysubaru.com uh, is where you want to go because his family's been in the car dealing business for quite some time. They do a wonderful job. And he supported this podcast and me for some time. And also uh, River City Property Management, now RC2 Realty Solutions. Robin Rings, but with a Y. And she is dealing in distressed properties, fixing them up. Uh, maybe just fixing them up for you. Maybe you just want to get out from under something. Maybe you're just looking for a place that's affordable. Go to rc2realtysolutions.com. And Michelle, I'm going to just real quick ask you this. All right. You're going on a day hike. It's supposed to be a day hike. What do you have in your pack? And I'm going to, uh, then I might debate you a little. Well, first and foremost, my children want to make sure that I pack food because that is always where are we going to eat and when are we going to eat? So I make sure to pack, you know. I'm just, sipping on the first need here. Water? <laughs> water, and absolutely. And food is very important. We make sure the kids have their own water bottles in their packs but then we also carry you know a water bladder with us as well as a water filtration system everybody needs that way we can so refill days, yeah. while we're up there you know if we're there longer than we thought we needed to be or if it's hotter than we planned on it being that way we can you know not burden ourselves with too much water weight but be able to refill it while we're out there we always take a first aid kit we make sure the kids have whistles on their packs, so if they are to get lost, they understand they are to sit still and blow their whistle three times. Hug a tree yes. and wait for the Don't folks move. to find you. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, we try to always have some sort of fire starting kit. Even if you're going on a day hike, you do want to make sure that you have the ability to create fire if something is to go wrong and you're you're stuck out there for time, you know, longer time than you planned on it. Um, you know, the first aid kit is generally the basics, but um, we make sure that the kids understand where the first aid kits and have even a small first aid kit, band-aids, neosporin, that type of thing, even in their packs as well. Uh, always, always make sure you have a spare pair of socks. Been walking my mind
to an easy time My back turned towards the sun Lord knows when the cold wind blows It'll turn your head around I don't think you can it's- you you can't lean on that heavily enough. Yeah, uh, wet feet make awful. you so miserable, and they literally—I mean—they they can ruin your your entire experience, or they can really mess you up because you start wearing out you know blisters on your feet, and you you will discontinue walking. Then you might be in trouble. Yeah. Um, the the reason I, I, I asked that question, I said I might might debate a little bit. Certainly, I agree with all those things, and the water. What are these things called now? They're just called straws. I mean, yeah, they like nothing. The yeah. life straw. I mean, and, and it used to be, I mean, the, the water filtration, it was a two-person job, and it was not easy to do. But, by gosh, it was better than tugging a bunch of water around with you. Um, but I used to, I used to really laugh at and make fun of and just get down on people who could go out on a trail, a marked trail, for a day trip and end up getting lost and have to be <laughs> rescued. And I mean, you're on a trail, dude, and there's usually a creek nearby. You could you not follow the creek? You know what happened? Must have got lost. Must have got lost. Must have got lost. Somewhere down the line. Must have got lost. Must have got lost. I did that. I did that. We and call it, it our misadventures. The, the 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 details are fairly simple. Um, I'd gone there earlier in the day with one of my dogs, and he lost his his collar that had his tags and everything on it. And, but I I couldn't look for him because I had to go do something. So I'm on my way back. It's right at dusk. It's a beautiful sunset, and so I dive in, and I did have my pack, but I was going to try to find his his tags. And uh, once you get under the canopy, it's darker. Uh, yeah. that dusk yes. light doesn't work very well. And I had diddly squat for a light. I had a little led light and at night that led light illuminates a circle, uh, that makes everything look exactly the same. It does not penetrate the darkness. So yes, we one, always have a flashlight. This is one, a, a powerful flashlight that actually sends out a beam. So you watch me, watch me kill Clint's eyes real quick. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and this one actually it does have some sort of uh, self-defense uh, mechanisms on it as well. You can get them where they have compartments. You can compartments. club them with it. Yeah, you, it's, it's made to do that. I mean, it really is. But I wished that I had that that night. And I was so humiliated when I could not find my way back. I did eventually. But it was traumatic. It, it was traumatic. The other one, um, some kind of self-protection. I don't know yes. about you guys. Now, I usually will have a pistol in my pack, but a good tool, whether it's just a, a knife, a, a blade. Yeah, we carry. Um, what are the types sort. of knives? That uh, it's basically, I, just, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so sometimes we have like uh, this a Swedish fire knife. It has a, the ability to uh, throw you know, strike, start a fire. Those are real cheap. You can find them on Amazon. Um, she has a uh, a Becker, um, you know, a Becker knife. I've got a an Essie, uh, so basically a, a a knife with a very thick um, back of the blade. So if you need to use it to um, you know to baton anything, you can do a lot of work with just a knife. You don't have to necessarily carry an axe, but if you do have like a uh, small hatchet or tomahawk, RMJ's new RMJ's product. stuff is phenomenal. Um, that that's always something that you can have, and plus. You know they're 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 cool to have. I mean, how many people actually have a tomahawk, right? Well, <laughs> I, I, 
I have. I, I, <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, question. sorry. I have a couple. Uh, <clears throat> right. Uh, one of them's now legendary. Um, but actually, yeah, I mean, it, it, you you don't realize necessity being the mother of invention. You can use these things in so many different ways, and it's better to have something and not need it than, than need it, it and need not, it not have, have it. it. So, yeah. and, I, and I am a I am a believer in in, in in having a firearm. Not everybody has to do that, but you don't know always what kind of people you might run into or animals. We, we, we do have bears and we do have mountain lions. No matter what the TWR says, it doesn't make any difference to me. I mean, right. I, I know they're out there. I've seen them with my own eyes. The other one is just this, something simple. A camera, obviously, a, a decent pair of field glasses. Yeah. Um, not just because you just want to look at the scenery, that's fine, but because you might actually need to look ahead and see what am I getting into or how do I get back. Right. And it's, it really helps tremendously. I was helping a, a young friend of mine, a young lady. She was going to go out on a major, major hike. She was going to try to do the Pacific Coast Trail, and she was in training. And I took her on the section of the Cumberland Trail that runs by my house. And she was so dependent on her GPS. I, I just let You're her go. You're going to lose that in a lot I of places. I let her go, and I let her go, and I let her go. And I finally said, okay, sun's going down. I'm going to tell you something about the GPS. It keeps showing you that you're, you're where you need to be, but it's not taking in the elevation into account. We need to be down there. <laughs> uh, we need to be about 800 feet down there, right where we're standing. So we had to slide. It was not pretty, but I had to show her. I had to show her so she would believe me. I said, that's the trail. And so just, just things like that. You just, just, just a think compass about it. is a good thing to have in the pack. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, Absolutely. Ta- and take the time to, to learn how to use it. I mean, if you want to learn how just orienteering ba- is a great story. orienteering, basic camp craft, those kind of things. And, and we've got something now that I didn't have when I was learning these things. It, YouTube. Yeah. You can learn yeah. a lot of interesting things. You know, how to tie a bow tie. How Every to, time I have to put on my tux. Oh, here I go again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or just, you know, it, it, for campcraft, basic. Not tying, sure. ba- basic la- basic lashing, basic first aid. I mean, those kind of things you can. Using a tarp to collect rainwater. Right. I mean, I mean and, and, and trust me, that, that whole point that I went down that little side trail is don't no matter how badass you think you are no matter how much experience you have you can screw up you twist an ankle uh, oh absolutely uh, i I tell people where you're going and you know don't hide the car i used to be religious about not taking my phone because i wanted to make sure that i was not disturbed i'm like you i mean that's my that's where god lives for me and take your phone you can turn it off but i mean have it I turn mine on airplane mode so it doesn't drain my battery, searching for my location, that type of thing. But I can still use it for my camera. So sure. I can take pictures while I'm out there. But I have it, and I can turn it back on if I need it. Okay. So. And if you're if you're wanting to get out and get started doing some of this stuff, you you'd, say you don't want to go walking off into the woods. There's plenty of places around here, and I'm sure anybody where you're listening from, there's got to be either a, a county, a state park, uh, a national park, somewhere within close driving distance of you get out and just you know go buy you an air mattress at a at a walmart weighs nothing and 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 you know go sleep outside see what are great for that as well see what happens to your psyche 
when you're away from all the electronics, when you're away from the noise. Look every every once in a while. That's a good starting place. And that was one thing I was How many stars you can see in the sky when you're no longer in the middle of the city? Especially with those field glasses. (laughs) Point them at the darkest point in the sky, and the stars are countless. Well, people just don't know. And look down. One thing I was going to bring up is that, you know, over it, it, on a survey, most people have said that 80% of, of people in the United States have never seen the Milky Way. All right. Now I think it's actually higher than that. I think people think they've seen the Milky Way, but they haven't go find a certified dark sky park. It will blow your mind The the majority of the human experience going back to whenever we climb down out of the trees has revolved around looking at the sky at night. And we are so far disconnected from that. Sure. If you go to a place like uh, around this area, it, it's not a certified dark sky park. But if you go to um, Fall Creek Falls, my house. Yeah, you go. To, <laughs> I mean, come on you, up. <laughs> you go to you go to Fall Creek Falls. You can see the Milky Way, and, sure. and it's and it it literally is a streak of white across the night sky. Yeah. But if you go up to a place like Pickett's, which we haven't been to yet, but that's on the plan for this year. It's a certified dark sky park. It's up in the in the middle north section of no city uh, lights, of no airports, no city lights, no airports. You will literally see the Milky Way. I'll, I'll end it on this. We'll wrap it up. I appreciate Michelle and Scott Schrader coming in here. I'm going to give you a chance to plug your businesses one more time. And um, my my youngest son, who's getting ready to move out to Colorado, um, has done a lot of traveling. And uh, while he was in Thailand and, and being around in that neck of the woods, he met a young guy named, uh, well, we called him China Dave. I guess that was racist, but his name is actually Dai Wei, and he comes from a very wealthy family, and he's actually going and getting his doctorate degree at Oxford right now. Very, very bright and funny young man. And uh, he actually was here on the very day that the attacks took place, the terrorist attacks uh, that led to the, the Chattanooga Fallen Five. So it was interesting to watch things happen through his eyes. And the first night he was here, they, we went on a, on a, on a hike and we went on the uh, old hogskin trail. And that's uh, a steep, steep, narrow waterfall that goes down into the North Chick. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can actually access it by an old road. They got it blocked off. So you just park and go. And he had never seen a fireflies. He thought they were pixies fairies it was freaking him out he's a doctorate student at oxford never he had seen no fireflies. idea what they were and there's there's a reason for that but, you know because I, I guess mal at some point during the yellow fever epidemic they used so much ddt they killed everything chinese people actually go out and have to paint pollen on flowers every single day because they killed their so many you know, bugs yeah so many so many bugs but also he we we ate it at our home and he just walked outside in the front yard. He went, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my, oh, my. He just, he lives in Beijing. You, you know, he, he might stars. see, he might yeah. see Venus. He might see Jupiter. That's it. And the swath of, of white, he was just absolutely just morphed. You yeah. know, it's a beautiful totally changed sight. his life. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in very much. Go ahead and get a plug in for anything you want to. That's well, what we're here for. Uh, so we're the owners of Chattanooga Roofing Contractors. We can handle anything uh, having to do with residential roofing or even uh, some light commercial. 
uh, we've uh, you know got three generations of experience, and we'd love to be able to help you out, out with that. Also, Chattanooga Paint Pros and Remodeling. Uh, so anything from a new kitchen, uh, painting a painting a bedroom. Say you've got a house you're getting ready to sell, and you want to uh, have it all painted up to look nice before it's ready to go. Or if uh, you have a house you just bought and you want a brand new deck out back, so yep. you can enjoy the backyard. And uh, you you can give us a call at four two three eight zero zero seven seven five two, and and uh, the radio show Nuga Radio NugaRadio.com, right. RedPodcast.com for the show weekdays. 9 to 10, that's the name of that hour, and you guys got, we've got you covered on Saturday. That's correct. And then also uh, Paper Moon Properties? It's the property management company I'm one of the owners of. We do, um, you know, rental property here in the Chattanooga area. There's a lot of people coming and investing in the Chattanooga real estate market uh, from, you know, from Tennessee and from other states, you know, revamping the depressed properties and making them, you know, having more rental property for, you know, local tenants. And I will just wrap it up by saying, I know I mentioned, you know, that there there are there are threats. Water water is dangerous. You know, heights are dangerous if you're not careful. Sometimes animals or people can be dangerous. You could get lost. Uh, don't let any of that deter you. Um, it, I think there are so many people out there. Their lives could be changed for the better if they would just get off the couch and go do something outdoors. It uh, literally has. We know this for a fact. The the green light helps your soul. The fresh air certainly, you know, just makes you healthier. And once you start doing it, you'll continue to. Only in Jeff Styles, America. We'll change your life. And if you go do stuff with it like this with your kids, you might actually like them more. There's a chance. It's no guarantee, but you <laughs> might actually like there's, them there's more. A, there's a chance. <laughs> it will at least get you to be able to see their faces when they're not staring at the screen. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.